Good morning. This is Jennifer Mary, and I'm here with A Marriage Renew. This is our marriage ministry, me and Earl Mundish, from Huntsville, Alabama, Madison, Alabama area. And I just wanted to talk about our marriage ministry, which is, like I said, A Marriage Renew. We focus in on renewing, strengthening, and transforming marriages. We offer um, premarital coaching and counseling, marital coaching and counseling. Uh, we have a marriage mentor. We have a book, Love, Hate, War, The Cycles of a Marriage. And next month, the Empowerment Academy, which is our academy from the Center of Empowerment, which is our business, will start hosting online courses. So we're very excited about that. So I wanted to come today uh, on Mondays on Facebook, social media, we do a Marriage Mentor Mondays. And we just provide marriage motivational tips and so yesterday we started on the topic lust versus love so we'll keep it rolling on anchor and we'll focus on today we'll give you a quote well I will give you um my husband will be on off and on um it's so easy for me to get on because I don't work like him during the day I work from the office or I work from my office at home and so I will get on most of the time because little things come to me and I just share as I get it and then he gets off at a certain time so I'm gonna come to you today and I say we because I'm so used to talking about us as a whole so I'm gonna come um today talking about lust versus love I love talking about lust versus love in a relationship because some people think they're in love with their spouse or they're in love with their significant other and I'm gonna just really focus on a relationship perspective but you can be in lust in a marriage and not know it um so some people think they're in love with their spouse or they're in love in a relationship and in love with their significant other and it's not really love we have gotten to the point for decades that we confuse love and it's really lust we confuse lust with love and it's kind of like like i said yesterday it's like salt and sugar they both look alike Lust is that salt, but love is the sugar. And if you're trying to make, well, it depends on who you're talking to, because some people put sugar or salt in their spaghetti. <laughs> but if you're trying to make some oatmeal, per se, and you want to put that love in it, which is the sugar, you'll mess around. And if you're not careful because of the desire of wanting the oatmeal, you'll throw a little salt in there just to spice it up and you don't even know it's lust and so let me talk to you a little bit about what's the difference between lust and love and I'm gonna share some things like I said today and then this will be all for today so lust a perfect example of lust is you have that strong desire to have that person you have that strong desire that sexual nature you begin to be infatuated with that person it's a flesh the desire that you want to be met and because I'm talking about it from a biblical perspective lust looks like that lust of the eyes lust of the flesh and pride of life those three things that Adam and Eve was tempted with and those three things that Jesus was tempted with Adam and Eve was not a good um a good way to uh, get over the temptation but Jesus was a perfect example of how you could defeat these things and so lust is a strong desire it's a it's infatuated based upon the physical attraction you want to be with that person you see that person you're like oh girl you're fine or oh man he's fine he smell good I just want to have him and, and it's more sexual in nature because you're trying to fulfill that fleshly desire and so we miss conceive this for love when it's not love at all and then you have that I start talking to the person we're having sex everything's going good 
But when you're talking to them, and I mean dating or, you know, just kicking it, you really don't have any emotional ties to them. You, besides that desire to want them, the desire to be intimate with them. You have a conversation, but it's not deep emotional conversations. Or maybe it is deep on your side, but your significant other is not saying one or two words. He's like, oh, okay. You done told him a two-hour story. He said, oh, okay. So the conversation is not really where it's at. You're kind of like, uh, where is this going? Because I can pour my heart out to him, but he's not responding the way I respond. The other thing with that is lust. It's a fantasy. It's on a fantasy level where you can see them, but you imagine something else. And I was talking to one of the people that asked a question yesterday where she said, I knew that he wasn't where he needed to be, but I, I was in love with his potential. I was happy to see where he, where he, what he could become. And when we talk about that, that's an illusion. That's a fantasy. That's your imagination. You can't be in love with what they are to become, but you don't like the person that you see in front of you. That's lust. Because you're having sex with this person and the person really, like you say, you don't, they don't communicate effectively. You know, you have a lot of other issues. Um, but then you turn around and say, but I'm in love with his potential. No, that's lust. Let me just call it what it is. The next thing is, and let's go back to this potential thing. You do see the errors in them not becoming right now, but you look past those, oh, he smokes cigarettes. It's okay. I love him. Or he stays on the phone with his mom too much. Oh, oh that's okay. I love him. Or eh, he don't really have any goals, but that's okay because those errors are there, but I love him. No, you lust him. And the reason you see those errors and you don't want to say anything about what you see is because the lust, the infatuation has you blinded. And so those are lustful things. And so when you think about, and it's so much more, but when you think about those little few that I gave you on today, you think, wow, how can I get a relationship lusting someone and I get married? Because really the illusion is that I love this person. The illusion is this person is to become great. This person, I can build a future upon that. But then two, three years down the road, you're in a marriage. You think you love that person. You think you love your spouse, but you lust them. And the honeymoon phase, which we talk about in our book, uh, Love, Hate, War, The Cycles of a Marriage, that honeymoon phase is over. And then you realize, wow, we have nothing in common. Why didn't I see this before? You did see it before. You just can see past that sexual desire you wanted. You can see past your fleshly desire. And so that lust can go into a marriage. And then you see you have couples that say, I don't know, but I fell out of love with them. No, you never loved them. You fell out of lust with them. So it had nothing to do with love. You lusted them. You jumped into a relationship, not really knowing what love was. And now that you, that honeymoon phase is over. And now you're really looking for the, looking at that person for who they are. You're like, wow, what's going on? Not even that. This person says they love you, but don't want to take you on dates. Don't want people to know that you're their honey bun. Don't want people to know that, you know, they're in a relationship. Or maybe they're not just, it's not, they don't want people to know. Or maybe you say, are we dating? You be like, they just say, oh, we talking. You mine, I'm yours. We talking, but, you know, we not serious. That's because they're, you're, they're, you're meeting 
their fleshly desire, their needs are being met. And so you're a good example of what lust looks like and not love. And so now what we deal with, and so those are a few examples, but now what we deal with is couples married in lust, lust in that imitation of love and don't know how to pick up the pieces. I want to tell you that lust can transform into love, but romantic love, but it's going to take time. Me and my husband started with lust. Uh, We wanted to fulfill our fleshly desires and we were intimate. And then we transformed that because we said, wait, I really want to be with you. I really love our communications. I love that we share commonalities. You know, that's what love looks like. Love is so much different. Love is that attraction. It's that affection. It's the commitment. It's the attachment that you have. Emotional attachment that you have with that person. It's beyond sexual intimacy. Love is a feeling. It's an emotion. It's an action. And if you want to know more what love looks like, look at 1 Corinthians 13. You know, it starts off saying love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not boastful. Love is defined in the word of God, but yet we don't know what it looks like because we water down love with lust. And so I just wanted to share those things. The difference between lust and love. If you're in your relationship now and you want to go further in your relationship and you want to make it work and you say, you know, I want to be with my spouse. I want to be with my um, boyfriend or my girlfriend. I want to leave you with this. Lust can transform into romantic love. Lust can make love become so much greater. One, I would like to add, if you're with someone and you abstain from having sex and the relationship plummets, right there, you know, that's, that's lust. If you're with someone and you want to transform that lust into love, begin to sit back and and start sharing these. First of all, share this with them. Bae, I think we've been lusting. What does love look like? And so the next few podcasts, we're going to come to you and we're going to continue on this topic of lust versus love so we can stop. We can stop these things of, you know, sexual perversion and all these things of hitting our churches, hitting our homes in the world so we can begin to show you what love looks like. Love is sacrificial. Love is unconditional in a relationship. Love is what Jesus Christ did for us when he died on the cross for our sins. Love is so much more than fulfilling a fleshly desire. When Jesus died, he didn't fulfill a fleshly desire. He died for our sins. Sins of people he didn't even know. He didn't even know what I was going to do, but but he, he didn't even know me, but he knew that I was worth dying for. That's what love looks like. Love is when I communicate with my spouse. He knows how to communicate.